Welcome to season three of Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they truly are. I'm your co-host, Julietta, the magical PT, owner and founder of Body and Soul PT, as well as Soul Candy, intuitive, handmade, and one-of-a-kind jewelry and artwork. I support people in finding the magic within themselves, creating balance in their body and soul. And I'm your other co-host, Graciela, published, award-winning, and professionally certified portrait photographer specializing in boudoir and personal branding. I create portraits of who you are and not just what you look like so that you can become who you've always been. Join us each week as we sit down for a heart-to-heart chat, sharing stories and insights with listeners across the globe. Laughter and tears alike abound as we access ancient wisdom in modern times through unique and exciting storytelling, supporting you on your life's journey. Welcome to the circle and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing, Graciela? Good. <laughs> I'm always tempted to say like, good morning, good afternoon. And then I realize that I don't actually know what time it is. It's like a time warp in podcast world. So you know it what? It is a time warp. Hello. Hello. Exactly. Because and this blew my mind and you'll get to learn more as you have more episodes here, but you know, the platform that we put this out into the world on also tells us who's listening to the show. And, you know, this is quite a while back, probably like a year ago, you know, they sent me a notification that we were, we were literally ranked in, I think it was Sweden. I'm like, people are listening to us in Sweden? Like, how is that happening? I love it. You You know what I need to do? I need to learn how to say hello in like 50 languages. I know I can do hello, hola, bonjour. What else can we do? Buongiorno. Buongiorno. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to put in bon a... Bon dia. What is it? Bon dia. Bon dia. Oh, is that... Bon uh, dia. Brasileiro. Brasileiro. <laughs> I love your Spanish. I love it. That's all my... And we've talked about this a bunch of times. And so maybe this is our topic. Past lives are obviously coming up a lot right now. And one thing... So obviously, English is my first language. And I lived a year in Venezuela. So I speak Spanish quite fluently for a gringa. Yes, which you too. Like, it's funny, like watching people when I start speaking, they're like, wait, what? how did that come out of you? It's a little jarring, Wisconsin. It is. It is. <laughs> and, and then there's the, but where are you from? I'm like, Wisconsin. No, no, no. Where are your parents from? Wisconsin. No, no, no. What's your heritage? German and Irish. And they're like, I don't get it. How do you speak Spanish like that? doesn't that? answer the Spanish question. What? <laughs> and, but then while I was in Venezuela, one of my good friends was a boy from Belgium. He was from the French-speaking portion of Belgium because some parts speak French and some parts speak... It's like Dutch, but they... I forget what they call it there. But anyway. But, so he, he was, comments. but he's... You know, so he would like say this. Like he would just say stuff in French for me to repeat it. And he's like, I just love how you say it. You're like, you, you know, because... But I think it is my connection to all my past lives that allow me to access these languages so easily because yes, I'm smart, but I'm not that smart to, to be able to do this. And if you ask me to, you know, like people who do imitations, like I don't, I can't imitate anybody well at all, but you ask me to do a language and 
I, the only thing that makes any sense to me is I know I've lived a kajillion lives. And I think it's that I still like my veil is a little bit thinner than than some people. So I ha- I still have access to sure. those lives to sure. bring it through in the language. Right. Like, how do you explain people that speak five and seven languages and they speak them fluently and easily and it's not a big deal? Right. And then like. Me, I did uh, three years of French in high school and like two years of French in college. And to this day, all I have is un sandwich de jambon et fromage, a ham and cheese sandwich. Right? <laughs> I love it. I love how it sounds. I love, you know, the accents and everything. But and maybe it also has to do with practice. Right. But, it's, you know, immersion is the only way, you know, I know I need uh, more lifetimes, Julieta. I need more lifetimes. Like I need to be immersed in all of these things, but like all right now, all at the same time. You are. <laughs> I would like consciousness and awareness of that. If I may put that. Oh, out. well, yeah. You got to have clarity on what you're asking for. I know. I know. Because time is an illusion and this is all happening at once. I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I will say though, you know, we were talking earlier about like limiting beliefs and things like that. And I do want to say that for as much as I think I might not be good at languages, like I think I could be good at languages, right? So, you know, I don't know, we we were kind of just talking about that, you know, belief system, right? Like whatever you believe is true. Like George Costanza said, Jerry, if you believe it, it's true. George Costanza said that? Yeah. It was a great Seinfeld episode. Yes. But what, what, because in my work, limiting beliefs comes up all the time. And, but last week, I think it was, we were talking about limiting beliefs and the guides that speak to me said, all beliefs are limiting. And I was like, whoa. Ain't it the truth? Wow. You know, and then tried to, th- you know, because what if my belief is I'm limitless? limitless? Right. Limiting? Is that a limiting belief? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it'll make your brain spin a little bit trying to think about it. And what, what, how can you use that information to, to support you and, and lift you up and move you forward? Yeah, think about maybe, maybe the lesson is staying in the flow and realizing that both yes and no's are how it's supposed to be, right? Like ebb and flow, dark and light, right? Hot and cold, like you can't have one without the other. So if I believe this, not believing it, I don't know, maybe both of those things are going at the same time, right? For different things. I don't know. That, that is really interesting, though, that all beliefs are limiting. I mean, it's kind of true, right? Anyway, we can can talk about this for days and still not have the answer. But maybe our guest has the answer. I don't know. Let's uh, Let's see. (laughs) Something popped up on my computer and now I can't get to her. Aw. Come forward. Come forward. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get to her. Help. (laughs) Perfect. I I have the belief that you will figure it out. This is bizarre. This has never happened before. And you know, today is a day of firsts. Honestly, like 
first, well, for those of you that may be just tuning in while she figures that out, this is my fourth episode, uh, season three. I recently joined this team, so I'm excited. I got it. And we're close. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Well, I have a language for you. I have. I have a hello for you. Okay. Tell me. It, tell me. It's Mabuhai from the Philippines. Nice. Mabuhai. Mabuhai. I learned that in Clubhouse. Yeah. I love that. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. I was like, I got one. I got a hello. <laughs> yes. Thanks for bringing Perfect. it. Talisha, will you please tell our audience about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Well, let me say first, thank you so much, Julieta and Graciela, for having me on this amazing podcast. I'm so interested in the conversation already, so I only know it's going to get better <laughs> now that we are together. But my name is Talisha Joseph. I am the founder and CEO of The Official Glue, and I help individuals master the art of networking so that they can get on the yes side of their business. And I heard you say, like the yes and the no's, the ebbs and the flows. And I do have something to add to that limitations or limiting belief subject that you that you brought in. Because I'm like, you know, yes, I, I agree with you, Juliet. All limiting beliefs are, all beliefs are limiting. But I also think that as humans, we need boundaries. <laughs> it's like we need them. So some of the limiting beliefs are instilled to protect us and create bounds around how far we'll go because the human mind is expansive and we will jump off the deep end if we do not have boundaries. So I think that there are some good in the limitations that we create and maybe your limiting box is spirituality. Maybe your limiting box is your financial um, stability. Maybe your limiting box is your relational box, you know, but I think that there is some, some good to, having some limits. <laughs> I love that. I love your perspective. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's important. And even when we talk in, in networking, it's important to have some kind of boundaries around it and how we're going to get people to abide by our boundaries because it's so important. You know, that old saying of people will only treat you the way that you let me make sure I get it right. People will only treat you the way that you teach them to. And yeah. so it's important that we have our boundaries and we teach people how to respect those boundaries so that we feel comfortable in our relationship. Absolutely. All right. What I really want to know right now, though, is what is one piece of advice a woman gave you that has changed your life? I think the one piece of advice a woman gave me that changed my life came from my mentor. Uh, when I first started my business, the first thing I did was I like seek, I got a mentor. I was like, I need somebody to help me kind of do this thing because I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste time trying to figure it out. So right. the first thing that she told me was, you know, make sure you create strategies around your ideas. And I was like, what? Why? Why do we need to do that? And it was for the purpose of saving time. Like, you know, building strategies around your ideas is so important and beta test your ideas. Don't just put yourself out into the market. So 
I really took that to heart. And when I started to develop my business, I really took strides to that. So I took time and I waited as, you know, most of us are just full steam ahead, push, go. I was like, push pause and let's build a strategy. Let's figure out what we're doing. Let's get some clarity. Let's do that introscoping work. Let's do all of that before we even tell anybody that we're doing this. (laughs) That's so amazing. What a great perspective. You know, I personally am one of those like, you know, full speed ahead. Like I'm a big dreamer. And then I'm like, I got to hurry up and do it before it goes away. So like, my brain is kind of like on one of those shopping sprees you see on TV where you just shove everything in the cart and you run as fast as you can. <laughs> and I probably would do a lot better if I paused a little bit. So I, I appreciate that so much. Uh, I think what you said about having a coach also super powerful, the easy, it, everything is so much easier when someone else helps you see, right? That's really, really cool. So you, you've had so much um, varied experiences, and I know your business is phenomenal. Give me one really great success story that keeps you moving in this direction, that keeps you so passionate about what you do. Oh, my gosh. I, I think passion is an everyday project, honestly. So I can't say that there's been one instance. And crazy enough that you would ask me this question today, because I had one of these things today, and I call them confirmation stations. That's what I call them. Because like throughout this journey in business, you need confirmation throughout the journey. You can't just hold on to one. You have to make sure that you're seeing them as they're coming along in the journey to keep you motivated. And this morning I had a clubhouse room that I host with a friend and I opened up my clubhouse app and I got a message. It was this very lengthy message from this woman who was like, Your rooms have empowered me. I've made strides in my business. You've encouraged me to be be bold and all this amazing stuff, right? And those are the things that keep you going. So I always try to encourage people to, to share. Share what you are doing. Share other people's successes with what you are doing because it's not only for them to build credit, off of your share, but it's also for them to get validated off of your share and motivated to keep going. Entrepreneurship is hard. It is, it is not for the faint of heart. You know, it, it, everybody can do it, but not everybody will succeed at it. And that is just the truth. And I think the number one thing that keeps us in a lack of success when it comes to our entrepreneurship is the fact that we're waiting for these huge monumental moments instead of considering all of the moments, like every moment is a success and success is a pile up. It's not a one triumph. It's a pile of triumphs. It's a pile of triumphant moments. And so you ask me one, I can't give you one. I can give you my latest one, the one that is most current today. (laughs) Yeah. And I love what you're saying too, you know, doing this podcast, a Allison and I started it two years ago. And we had no idea what we were doing. And, but we're like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We just kept going and kept going. And you hear the statistics about how many, and you even mentioned it earlier when we were speaking to Alicia, like you've been on podcasts that don't exist anymore because people just give up and yeah, this is hard. And we could have given up a long time ago, but you know, had Graciela over there forever being the cheerleader this is important. The message is important. What you guys are doing is important. So we kept at it. And 
it was like it was going it was going it was going and then all of a sudden like one day it just started taking off and i and it makes me sad to think about how many of those other podcasters just didn't have the patience and the tenacity to just keep going cuz they missed it because they you know it could have been like the next episode that they recorded that would have taken them to to excel but they eh it's not working i'm done the only success is around the next corner, right? Yeah. And I think it's more so because in societal view, we're all waiting for that big moment, like that big, like, you know, national syndication moment. And it's like, you know, that moment may take a long time to get there. It might take a long time to get there. It might take years for you to go viral. It might happen today. But if we're not living in the present moment and enjoying the journey, of being in this entrepreneurship or whatever your journey is like not just this but enjoy the journey like that is really where all the magic happens in the journey of and enjoying every step every success the small ones the huge ones the ones that live in between the small and the big like all of it i i really truly in my soul believe that if you chase what you're interested in and really go at it with this very curious mind, you will always stay enthusiastic about what you're doing. So everything will excite you, all of it. Like me being on this podcast is exciting. And I told you guys before, I did four already, but each time I do it, I'm like so excited that someone wants to hear me and someone wants to talk to me and allow me to share my story. Like it's all exciting. So there's not one pinnacle moment for me. I don't think I'll ever have this pinnacle moment because once you reach the pinnacle then you're striving for a new pinnacle and it's all it's a constant run you know and i don't want to be running i want to enjoy my journey absolutely so you have like so much wisdom in you but i'm curious to know like a lot of us get there through reading so what is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why Well, I'm going to share a little bit about me. A little bit about me is I'm not an avid reader. I don't read a lot. And people like are like, really, you don't read a lot? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really enjoy books. It's not like my thing. I'm not the girl that's going to sit on the couch and cuddle up with a book. That's not me. Uh, But I love documentaries. I love documentaries. I love watching documentaries. I like reading documentary books, like memoirs, stuff like that. And I think the one book that I've read for business, it's like a business book, but it really wasn't a business book, but it had like basis was Chris Jenner's memoir. That book was, it's, it's amazing. And I say that because she really is the hierarchy of her family and how she moved from being a stay at home mom with six kids, not working to where she is right now is a woman's dream. Like, how do you do that? How do you go from staying at home and really just living off of your husband's income and fame to transitioning to a business woman who then takes your children into being their own business woman, women? This is like the dream. And that book was amazing. It was such a good book for like aspirational goals. <laughs> You, you've opened my eyes to that, honestly, because I'm so not a Kardashian person. Like how you say you're not into reading. I'm not into that type of TV. So it, it, I probably would have glossed over that and not even bothered reading it. But you make an excellent point. I mean, 
it is an incredible journey. And I would like to peek behind the curtain. That's really, really neat. What, what a great idea. Yeah. So in your experiences, and I know, and I'm going to ask you another ultimatum question, another favorite question, which seems to stress people out, huh, Julieta? Nobody can <laughs> just one of anything. <laughs> but what's one thing that you've done in your life that you were like, absolutely best thing I ever did, no regrets, so glad I had this experience? I think the best thing I've done in my life so far was I took a trip with my husband to Arizona. Well, we went to Vegas and for my birthday and we wound up going on a, on a trip to go to see the Grand Canyon. And I, I will never forget that trip because being at the top of the canyon really tells you how small you are in the world. Like it really levels you out and grounds you out. And, you know, if you're into like the spiritual life and the magic of just being, then it's something like, I mean, it was, it was so fascinating to me, like how I could be at, on the top of this hole that was created by the earth and be so close to the clouds that I feel like I can almost touch them and then look down and then everything looks like a microscopic little dot. It's like, how great is the, is the world that we live in that these miracles and wonders can just be and we get to see them, you know? So that was something that that's forever changed me. Like that trip was amazing. I think it's, especially those of us that are city dwellers, it's so easy to forget the power of mother earth, this thing that we sit on and you know, what everybody's doing out there to this planet right now that, that we have, mankind seems to think that this is our planet and we rule this. No, mother earth, is the ruler of this planet and if we don't get our together she's just gonna flick us off because like you said we're you know we think ants are small but in the in the concept of of the earth we we're no bigger than an ant and she'll just shake us off and start all over yeah i keep saying that we're actually at the bottom of the evolutionary scale you know everyone thinks because we speak out loud and have free will and you know all of this that we're at the top but i don't know man like you look at animals no one needs to rattle the, you know get them together and hold school and give them degrees and exchange right like animals figure it out on their own right the the plants plants communicate they warn each other they have like such a beautiful system of communicating and the truth is, is that the most fragile species here is us, you know, everything else, like we're so klutzy, right? We have to use our words and we have to watch our words. And one word means this and the other word means that. But plants, animals, they don't do that, right? Like you said, Mother Earth just exists. And if we left today, it would be fine. You know, It would still be going great. It's really very interesting. I, I love that you had that feeling of awe at the Grand Canyon. You know, when you said just a dot, it reminded me of uh, Carl Sagan's, you know, the pale blue dot, right? Because you can even expand that into the universe, the known universe. And the fact that there are an innumerable number of universes, right? Like it really, it, it puts everything in perspective. Yeah. And open up this curiosity for me. What else is there out there to see, you know? And even though as a kid, I, I mean, we traveled, like my family was able to go places. And so I've seen a lot of things, but, 
you know, as a kid, you don't really, you don't really understand what you're seeing. You kind of just like, yeah, we're here. Oh my God, when are we going to leave? You know? And (laughs) so when I was able to do it on my own and then like absorb it, it was different. It was different. And I was like, you know what? I think that was the pinnacle of me saying, I need to have more freedom. I need to have more freedom. Like, I need to be able to explore like what's going on, not only externally outside in, in the world, but internally what's going on with me. And I need to be able to control what I'm doing with my time, energy, and effort. Because if I keep investing all of my time into working on someone else's time clock, I'm not going to have the opportunity to see the world. I'm never going to see the world. I'm just going to be stuck in this limit, this limiting box of, nine to five, go to work, wake up, go to sleep, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that was the first moment when I realized like, there's more to see, there's more to do. And you should probably be more curious about the options. (laughs) Curiosity that will take you everywhere. (laughs) Love that. So Talisha, what I want to know now is what is your sweetest, most delicious memory? You guys are going to probably make me get all emotional here, but my sweetest, most delicious memory was my engagement because it it was just the most, every time I talk about it, I could cry because my husband just did such an amazing job with proposing me. He really did. And it was so special because my mom had passed away maybe the year before. And we had always spent Mother's Day together. Like I would always go and and give her flowers on Mother's Day. And we'd always spend that time together and not host like Mother's Day brunches. And so his, his effort was to take that day and turn it into something great. And he truly, truly did. Like, it was just the most amazing thing for me. And I will always, that, that memory just how much detail he put into making it special for me just tears me up every single time because, you know, to lose somebody who means so much to you and then have that, that space kind of filled with something that's so pleasant, it changes the sentiment. And he really did that for me. So that was my, that's my most sweetest moment. And my kids were there. My family was there. His friends were there. It was just amazing. So it was great to step into my new self too. Like it was, it was beautiful to just have all of the feelings like sad that she couldn't see it, but happy that I know she did and happy that he was like doing all this for me and prepared like all the family to come together because he knows how important that is for me. Excited because this is our new journey. Like all of this in, in one space. It's overwhelming every time. So that, that's my sweetest moment. That is so beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. You know, I, I love that you said feeling all the emotions all at the same time. To me, that's always been the pinnacle of human existence, you know, to be able to hold all of those things all at the same time. And that's all okay. How beautiful. I have to ask, how long have you been married now? Well, we've been married for four years, but we've been together for 14. So we decided to get married on our, like our 10 year of being together. So it was, you know, that moment was 
bigger than life itself because we've been together for such a long time. We've had so many experiences, great and not so pleasant. Like it was just like a celebration of we made it. We we did it. We're here. We're solidifying it. And it was just great. That's gorgeous. And honestly, marriage is easier. <laughs> I mean, the dating. <laughs> it's easier than dating. I'm like, I'm so happy that I got married because if I would have stayed in the dating pool for longer, I'd be like, oh my God. But marriage was like a weight off of my shoulders of just knowing that, you know, what, no matter what, we're going to be together. That's, that's not a question anymore. And I think it's the same thing goes for you and your business, like when you're thinking about that, are you married to it? Are you feeling like no matter what, we're going to be together? <laughs> like no matter what, we're going to be together because it's something about that that removes the limit. Yeah, that's, I like that way I'm looking at it. <laughs> well, certainly it helps you focus on paying attention to your business too, right? Like, when being working in your business gets overwhelming, don't forget to work on your business too, right? Just, just like a relationship. But I, I don't think we're going to be able to top a sweeter story than that. I, I love your emotional connection to that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, my pleasure. It was fun watching her, her your whole face shifted when you, when you, before you even started talking about it. As soon as I asked the question, this the sweetness came over your face and this was, it was lovely. Yeah. It gets me every time, every time. Like I, I remember I went out with a client and she came here. We had been working together for a little over a year and she, I've just, I finally got to meet her in person and we went to go out to eat and, and I don't know how we got on the subject, but we were talking about, and she's like, Oh, you are so sick, girl. Like you are just over here slobbering, crying over your husband. I said, but I love him so much. <laughs> well, that's wonderful to hear though. You know, it's so easy and it's almost a, you know, cliche joke now to come on and, you know, talk about, oh man, you know, oh, our husbands, oh, you know, that marriage, oh, ball and chain, you know, like it's wonderful and refreshing again to hear like, yeah, man, this really rocks. This really is something amazing. And I'm really freaking happy with it. Like, I think that's awesome. Be happy. Enjoy it. Savor it. Yeah. At this phase of my life, if, if it doesn't bring me joy, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just not. I'm not. You know, when I decided not to be on everyone else's schedule and really free myself. One of the freeing things that I was proclaiming was freedom to be joyous and live a life of satisfaction. Like all the things that I do have to have an element of satisfaction to them because if they, if they don't satisfy me and I feel like I'm just weighted by it, I don't want to do it. And I think this is a great space to like remind people that, especially if you decided to jump into entrepreneurship, like this is your journey and you should enjoy all of it, like all the pieces. And there's this thing of like, oh, you know, there's some pieces of your business that you won't enjoy. Well, if there's pieces of your business that you won't enjoy, give them to someone else who will, right? Just hand that stuff over to somebody who enjoys it. There's no reason why you should jump out of the box, the limitation of corporate America into a new box of the limitation of you. It's, it's silly, in my opinion. It's like, 
why are you doing this to yourself? Um, so many people like get caught up and they start their own business and then they start with a nine to five schedule and I don't work on the weekends and I only do this and I only do that. And it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? Isn't this what you were trying to escape? Like, I genuinely want to have all of the things around me bring me joy and satisfaction. And it's more important to me because I am a mother. And because I am a mother, it's important for me to take care of my emotional self and and be in a good space as often as I can be so that my children get to enjoy me. You know, like, even if they don't get to do all the things with me, at least they are enjoying seeing me happy and they are enjoying seeing me be joyous about the things that I'm doing. And they can see that you can find joy in life. Like we think that the only impressions that we're making are the ones of which we're doing, but our actions are so impressionable too. Like, are you at your job miserable? Do your kids see you working in misery? Or are they seeing you work in joy? And if they see you work in joy, that's possible for them too. They don't think that misery is the answer. So I had to make the decision to like get out of misery and become joyous in my life. Get into my joy space, say yes to more things, be more curious about things, really be satisfied with the kind of life that I'm living. Because once I die, it's over. And what am I going to do? You know, I'm going to be like, oh, you know, I spent 97 years of my life miserable. No, I want to say, you know, what? if I went today, I'm I'm good. I'm happy. I'm like, I lived the best, my best life. YOLO. You know, you are absolutely triumphant. I absolutely love every single word that you have said. And I love your energy and how you bring that out. Am I right, Julieta? Like, is this not like powerful? Absolutely. And this is, you know, we met, what was it, a month or two ago? And I was like, yeah, this woman has amazing energy. She gets to be on our podcast. So I'm so happy that you came on today. And Julieta is cutting out a little bit. So in case you didn't catch that, I just want to say it again. Talisha, you're absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for being here with us. Every word that you've said will absolutely move not just us forward, but everyone else. I love the takeaway of model happiness. Be happy on purpose all the time. And that moves us and everyone else around us forward. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And the beautiful thing about podcasting is that they're all different. Like every single one is different. So I get to share a different piece of myself on each platform. And it's so exciting because as a body of work, it all makes sense, right? So I appreciate you all having me and allowing me to share this side of myself with your audience. Thank you so much, Talisha, everyone else for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. We will catch you guys next time. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Thank you, dear ones, for joining us today. Make sure you check out the show notes for details on how to get in touch with either Julieta, Graciela, or today's special guest. Don't forget to subscribe, review, like, and share. Big love and gratitude for all of you. May the path before you be ever illuminated by your fellow goddesses. 
shine bright and have a magical day.